0: Hey, guys, it's Rudy Stankwitz, and I am here with my co-host, Andrea Nanini.
2: Hello, it's me.
0: (laughs) It is Andrea. I can see her. You can't, but I can see her, so I will vouch for her that it is her. And Mm -hmm. we also have a guest today. We have Steve Barnes. Steve Barnes is the Science and Compliance Director at Aquastar Products, and he's going to talk with us a little bit today about some of the VGBA Virginia Graham Baker Act There's been some changes this year, so Steve, say hello to everybody.
1: Steve Barnes is joining us now via satellite radio from an undisclosed location. Please hold as we connect your call. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I am honored to be here and join you. Well, we are honored to have you here. We
2: are, yes.
0: A special treat for our guests so um how are you doing today i mean there's this has been one weird season for us i don't think i've ever been through one where there's been so many um out of stocks
1: (laughs) have you yeah no i've been in the industry since 1984 as a, a research and development tech it was a summer job kind of gig i think people have heard that story before right and then some 37 years later still doing the same thing although now i'm running a state-of-the-art lot. uh iso certified lab for for aquastar so that's pretty cool
2: but- hey! aquastar pool products is a leading maker of vgba compliant drain covers and also offers skimmers autofill deck drains cleaners mosaics ozone, chemical feeders, spa jets, and fittings to the industry. Aquastar's products are even made right here in the USA. For more info, visit AquastarPoolProducts.com.
1: Really, my life has just been surreal simply because we in the pool industry are essential. I think our audience knows that. But the other thing is because we had the federal drain cover um, deadline of May twenty fourth, 2021, so the BGB Act just changed on May 24th. And to get ready for that, I've been I normally I live in Arizona. I, I own property in Arizona and I see it once in a while, but I've been a lot of time in beautiful Ventura, California. We've done thousands and thousands of drain cover tests. And so all through I mean I was the only one in a Marriott for six weeks. Well, the only one on a floor of the Marriott in Ventura for six weeks last summer. And I've been out
0: now, that had to be, that must have been a little, a little bit, you know, um, Jack Nicholson-ish.
2: Red,
1: rum, red, rum.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> to be the only one on the floor of a hotel.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. And
1: I was there for a week. I was there for a week. So, I checked in and saw people. Other than that, I came in a side door with a cart. Oh, nah, man, it was wild. Y-
0: you didn't see them little twin girls down the hallway. Did
1: uh, you? I went the other direction. <laughs>
0: i would too so now let me so this is the only federal pool law is that correct yeah so um the only uh
1: the only ANSI standard the only res uh, uh the only pool related standard in federal law um
2: that's an ANSI
1: standard is the drain cover standard now pool pumps are now federally regulated with the variable speed, so but that's not an ANSI standard. The government came in and basically looked at the ANSI standard, said, no, we don't like them. We're writing our own." Um, and so, and they were voluntary, and that's it. But but relative to products and all that, again, the EGB Act is the only one that references and inclusive.
0: George W. Bush back. It went into effect on December nineteenth, two thousand
1: eight. It was passed into law of the year prior. What was really weird about it, and this time around will be different, is the drain coverage standard, and I've been involved in that since 2002. It goes back to 1987, uh,
0: but it was voluntary prior to the VGBA. It, uh, it was the ANSPI-16-17, ANS, is that what it was? Eh. It started out as
1: asmea 112 one twelve nineteen eight. Um, and then ASME, when the whole VGB Act thing kind of blew up, they said, we're out. We we do plumbing fixtures. We don't want to deal with these pools and federal law and all that. So then the name changed to the APS, which that name has now changed with the merger of the National Swimming Pool Foundation and, and all of that. So now it's the PHGA. So the name will change again. But the content didn't. But what happened back in, uh, in 2007 is the standard was really radically revised to include body block, full head of hair, were the two big impacts on drain covers of the day. So that standard passed, like, in February. Congress said, hey, yeah, this is great. Let's make it a national law, and um, we want, we'll give you a whole year to comply. And that includes...
2: Well, I am actually having some main drain issues in one of my commercial pools. Uh, Basically, they're leaking. Uh, We can't figure out at the moment from where uh, the pools are closed right at the moment. But uh, it's been pretty much a nightmare to deal with because he had the drains plugged. And so I couldn't run the pump. And now it's. It was 91 degrees today on my way home, so I have a a rough situation at this pool to deal with.
0: He doesn't feel bad for you. He said he has property in Arizona. He may or may not. It may only be where he keeps his stuff, but you ain't got nothing on 91.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah, it's it's, uh... It's 120.
2: Never been to Arizona. I hear there's a big difference between dry heat and humidity, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. Hey, here's
1: something you could try at home. Turn your oven up to 200. Give it five minutes, and then lean in. It's a dry heat.
2: Oh no! That's a joke. Don't really do that. I do that every time I bake. Andrea, <laughs> you know. I think
0: this is the first time ever a guest has actually suggested you stick your head in an oven.
2: Oh. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's something that Rudy has wanted to do every single episode, so he's just glad.
0: <laughs> um, seriously, so we we have something weird going on. Hansel and Gretel scenario. Somebody's going to toss Andrea in an oven. It's all cool with me. We do have some questions about this new standard. Andrea, did you have something for Steve?
2: Well, yeah, I was wondering, um, so you said it changed on May 24th of this year. I was just wondering who, what changed um, and basically who's affected by it.
1: So there's a couple of, couple of mainly, let me start here. It's a rolling deadline, meaning that product made before May 24th follows the old VGB as we know it. Everything manufactured after you follow the new BGB. It's mainly for test labs and manufacturers, some technical stuff. The effect on um, our users, and installers, is you're going to get a lot more information with the instructions and the product in advance. Um, basically, okay. it's, you know, so now it's how do you troubleshoot? There'll be information. How do you enterize? How do you, what do you, if a, a screw's stripped out, what do you do with it? Um, a lot more information about how to install the product successfully. In the test lab, now it used to be uh, of the old BGB 2008 standard, you would basically have one flow rating for a drain on the floor and another on the wall. And now, and it didn't matter pipe size, some depth, there were some minimums. In- Particulars, but basically you had two flow rates. Is it VGB certified? Yes, I'm good to go. Well, what the new testing has done is every pipe size has to be tested. So if you have a 10-inch, A10 RCFR, for example, or universal, before it had one flow rating of 170 both for the floor and the wall. Now it has flow ratings for every pipe size. So it can be installed on we have sunks up to six inches. So the flow rate's higher for the 6-inch pipe, because you can move more water through it.
0: That just makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, so a lot of it is confirming physics, but um, when you go to the other extreme, inch-and-a-half pipe, you know, you can't get very much water through it without creating a real high vacuum, cavitating the pump, those kinds of issues. And so you can't pass the test, because you can't get water through the pipe. So the flow rates for smaller pipe are going down.
0: Yes. Let me ask you, is there is there any product left from before May 24th? Uh, yes. I mean, with all the shortages and the increase in builds that we've had and the huge jump in pools being installed, is there uh, we're, leftover product?
1: The, uh, the white and the grays, the most popular, are about gone. Um, you okay. Know, and so now if you want powder blue and black, you can probably still find it. Uh, but you know, we're, we're well underway of having everything recertified to it. We're on, we're, Aquastar has moved to NSF, um, our lab, we're doing our own hair and body block testing. The hair and the body block okay. are the two critical things that drive the flow rates. And the reason every pipe size is being tested is the hair travels through drain cover into the pipe. And if it's, you know, it can tangle. So that's a safety issue. So every pipe size will be given its own flow rate. I can tell you that having run thousands of tests here over the last couple of years, is basically the VGBA flow ratings way above what our pools are capable of operating at. So while, yeah, you're going to see a lot more flow rates, and on the first blush they might appear to be going down, but no one could ever physically, at the limits of water vaporizing, move 170 gallons a minute through inch and a half pipe. I've got video of it vaporizing at 152. That's where the water entering the pipe is moving so fast. It sounds like a jet engine, and it actually is like a jet turning hard. You see the vapor above the wings. That's what the water does in our testicles. And so you can't okay. a pump, can't operate there. Nice. It just,
0: <laughs> must be pretty cool to watch. Yeah, it
1: is I'm gonna, <laughs> we got a blog on this stuff. It's some of what we're seeing because we're doing thousands of tests. Blog, we want to fly out. But, hey. We would
0: like an invitation. I,
1: <laughs> you got it.
0: I want to watch the pipe, the, for sure. the water vaporize in the pipe. And Andrea was going to volunteer for the
1: what because of Arizona. <laughs> Right? In Las Vegas, we ship plastic parts in the backs of trucks, and they were coming out looking like Prindle's chips. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And so now there is actually a test in the standard, and this goes back to, to uh, 2007. The original is, you, whatever, manufacturers can do whatever they want. just got to work. So you pick a plastic, and it has to go into an oven, literally, like it's in a shipping box going through Las Vegas or Arizona, for um, for seven hours at 140 degrees. I've done, over the years, I've been in the and safety for decades, and the one, we would, when we were doing the hair tests, we'd put on wigs, knowing we could swim, leave the wig, and swim to the okay. surface. Um, yeah, that makes and sense. body block yeah. and some stuff like that, but with your own hair, never, ever
2: do it. Never do it.
0: That must have been super cute. <laughs>
2: <D>. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that one must have been awesome, but, uh, so... My question, and this is completely a little bit off topic. So, I always try to make my daughter and myself included, I always put my hair up um, in pools. That's definitely something that yeah. can help, right? Yeah, absolutely. Suction entrapment. Yeah, there's. Good to know. Good to know I was right because I get argued with.
1: Yeah, I'll mean, tell you, one of the, since the VGD Act was passed, it's been 100% successful. We have not had an entrapment on a VGB-compliant pool.
0: That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. We've had where, yeah, that's the good news. We have had VGB-compliant pools that were not maintained because they changed the pump, and the pump could move more water. Heads up, world. Variable speed pumps are coming. Pay attention to your drain covers when you swap out to that variable speed pump.
0: So they're going to need to go with the top-end speed when they size these? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Exactly, and that's why the pipe size and and all of that conversation. That's why we're drilling into those details. Okay. So that you will have in your hands, here's the flow rate for this situation. But I am very confident what we the flow rates we see in the pool are going to be way below what the BGB ratings are. Okay. Even though it won't be a one size fits all, but the uh, the problem we see with um, with the entrapments uh, in public pools and spas is uh kids girls primarily nine to 13 years old who have long hair they don't have a pool themselves so they're doing handstands and saws and their hair gets in the the spa or in some cases it's soft because it's shallow water yeah i
2: i have never done that (laughs) when i was a little kid no i totally have that's like something that is common right i mean that's I've definitely done it. So that's scary to think about. Yeah,
1: that's one of the scary realities because I've always had relatively short hair, even though I'm old enough to have 60s hair sometimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the is a, a, a grandfather who's watching his granddaughters do handstands in the saw for over an hour, taking turns. Finally, he came out, he was watching through a window. They're 13 year old young teenagers. He's like, What are you doing? And they're, oh, Grandpa, we're doing handstands over the drain. It makes our hair tickle.
2: Oh, no. Wow.
1: Stared him to death. And that actually, I mean, I was aware of it through the lab research. but That was the gut check of, that's how this happens. And the handstands last over almost two minutes. And I used to think from product designer, you know, R&D lab guys, this is ridiculous. No one can hold their breath that long. All of a sudden, boy, yeah, they do. So,
0: and this is the most common form of entrapment, or at least it has been in the past, correct?
1: It is VGB because now it used to be we would get kids, adults, everyone in between could lay down or sit on or lean against flat and flush mount drains. Correct. Because they were eight inches and they were flat and flush mount. That was what uh, Virginia Grand Baker, that was you know a spa with a single eight inch drain. And so the, uh, the body block was added in 2007, and that's why the small drains all stick up off the floor of the pool. The, the robot catchers are so tough, uh, toe stubbers, and all of that. The reason is you can't pass the test if they don't stick up, or they have to be unblockable. So that's why the future of drains and pools are the be unblockables. And, and and that just means that they're bigger than than your chest, uh, man's chest, you know, basically 18 by 23 okay. inches. Um, and so if it's smaller than 18
0: by 18, they can't. And do we anticipate that? I mean, so that's the future. Do we anticipate? Obviously, that's going to be if it's adopted by health department codes, that's going to be something that's grandfathered up until the point where some type of construction's formed, and then they're going to have to comply to um, those larger grates.
1: Well, oh, that's an option. We have some that are retrofittable, for example, that you can take a small one to a bigger one to get to larger flow rates. That's going to be one way on public pools where the health departments have been looking at the max flow of the pump on high speed. And it might be small pipe, 2-inch pipe, with a 3-horsepower variable speed pump that says can get to 170 gallons a minute. You're never going to get that through the pipe. So the big challenge we're going to have on public pools is they're going to look at the max flow of the pump. It's going to be above what the drain covers are rated for on the installed pipe size. So we're going to have to kind of deal with that. But it won't. The existing pools will never have to be retrofitted to unblockable. It's really just another option for new construction or remodels um, or retrofit. Uh, You know, it's an option if you have uh, a single eight-inch drain and you don't want it to stick up then you have options on that. But basically, where we're seeing that trend is new construction. So flat, flush out you can use one instead of two.
0: In educating the folks that are going to be installing these, building these, and inspecting these, that's going to be a little bit of a challenge, I think, especially with the variable speed pumps having to go with the top flow rate and you're going to get the kickback. Well, I'm only operating it at such and such. And there's a bunch of education that has to go on here. So health officials know what to look for.
1: Yeah, the new construction's pretty easy. Make sure um, the easy design approach for um, new construction or remodel is look at what's the max flow of my pump curve and pick a cover that's above it, and we can make everything from six inch up to thirty six inches and everything in between. And there's lots of options in the marketplace right now. It's a little thin both the supply chain and then also everyone's having to retest and remark, and so you know you know what's new and what's not. Um, but, you know, like next year kind of a thing, you'll have lots and lots of options. But I, the key changes is relative to this one is to understand it's a manufacturing date, so follow the rules of the drain cover in your hand. If it was made last year or whatever, it's been on the shelf. If it's if it's in the Leslie's, as you say, and it was made before the deadline, follow those rules. We're not, you know, acts okay. 100%. Effective when it works. But the big change for the new stuff is you're going to have to know basically two new things. What's my pipe size in addition to flow rate? What's my pipe size and how deep is it? And then pick a cover that matches that. Um, so it is more on the installers because they're the, you know, that's the boots on the ground or the trunks in the water, so to speak. And you need, and, and that's, that's, other than that, follow the instructions. You use a lot more instructions.
0: We interrupt this podcast to listen to Bacon
2: Sizzle. Um, So when the existing pool drain covers expire, can they be replaced with the same drain cover model? They
1: can if if that drain cover model has been certified for that installation. So, for example, if the drain cover is rated for 3-inch or larger pipe, and the drain cover in the in the, the pipe in the pool is smaller, then that answer would be no. Actually that's a bad example. The better would be is the drain cover's been rated for two inch pipe and in there's six inch pipe in the pool. You can get a lot more water through it. So in that case, you're gonna have to look at every installation. like for like replacements of public pools are only allowed if the like or light replacement is certified for that application. So, you know. And so everything that's on the shelf in the in the pipeline is all legal to install and continue to use in pools until it's expired. So typically five years, let's say, or ten years for public pool and stuff. Um, at the end of that, when it's time to go change out those drain covers, that's when the installer needs to look at is this cover appropriate for this installation? Um, and was it originally installed correctly? One of the things that many, many manufacturers require deep, really deep sump beds, one and a half pipe diameters. And concrete pools are typically much shallower than that. So if somebody has put a cover that needs a deep sump on the shallow sump, don't replace it with that cover. You know, don't repeat somebody else's mistake is the key there. Um, And that's where like-for-like can be an an issue. There's lots of options. You're just going to have to do a little more homework. One of the things that we're really focused on in the initial offerings in our retrofit line is testing everything as shallow as possible on every pipe size. So zero sumps for inch and a half, two inch, three inch. So then if it's been certified for zero sump depth on all pipe sizes, you don't need to know what the pool is before you get in it you know you're going to have a cover that's going to comply. So A10, our 12-16s, 9-14s, Uni- universal stuff, that's where we've been doing these hundreds and hundreds of tests to, to make it so one cover will fit almost everything. You know the size.
0: With your retro uh, products, with your universal product, let me ask you that, what percentage of the market do you think that you cover there, at least where are we at, what are we shooting for?
1: So the a- 10 RCFR, it's a 10 inch ground cover, and it is designed to address everything 10 inches and small in every pipe size and every configuration. That's been the bulk that all of that is NSF listed and available. You can independently go look at NSF and and see that there's lots of pipe sizes and lots of, of flow rates to go with that. Right. And so, and then we for the so that covers all the round stuff, residential trainer. And then our other focus is the 9x9s, 12x12s. Um, right. Those are There's a lot of those out there in shallow pipe configurations. You get to the bigger stuff of water parks and all of that.
0: Residential brings up a good point. I don't know if, I – obviously no one monitors that. <clears throat> but um, I don't know if you've been following or not this whole Swimply trend. Have you been watching that? I I,
1: saw it enough to say, well, that's a catchy name. It is a
0: catchy name, but it's it's an Airbnb for swimming pools. What they do is like, say, for example, you have a pool in your backyard and you decide that you're not going to be using it. You want to make a little bit of extra money. You can rent it out to a a different family to come and they hang out and swim in your backyard and you charge them an hourly fee.
1: Interesting. No, I had no. That's fascinating.
0: So it's kind of blown up a little bit, but one of the things I wanted to bring up, because it's going to start to, I mean, I think it's going to be, we're going to see it start to fall apart. That's my guess at this point. Denver, the entire state of Minnesota, they've already put their foot down. Minnesota Health Department came out point blank and said, you know what? These are commercial pools. If you're renting it in your backyard, it's a commercial pool. It needs to meet all public pool requirements, including inspections, VGB, all of it, or it's a $10,000 fine. I don't believe Denver's fining anybody at this point, but I can't help but think that that's going to be one of those things that rolls from state to state. And then for the folks that do hang in there and do want to continue to rent out their backyard pools, they're going to have to comply. And there's going to be some major renovations involved if they're willing to invest the money.
1: Yeah, I can tell you the, the drain covers is hugely important, but that's the easy part. We got solutions for that. You get into chemical automation, you know, monitoring and control requirements, handrails, markings. That's uh you're not doing this. You're not, yeah, that's a, yeah. If they
2: apply that standard, I,
1: uh, yeah, it's, yeah, that's interesting.
0: Oh, no. And, and even with the turnover requirements, it's going to be ridiculous
2: wheelchair uh ada
0: (laughs) yeah that's true
2: that's what i was trying to say yeah the ada they'll
0: be they'll be considered transient facilities so ada um requirements are are gonna uh, apply for sure um so scary stuff with that
2: so what does make the difference in the floor and the wall drains different the flow rate i mean
1: so it comes down to hair, 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 almost all these big changes are related to hair going into the cover, it follows the water, and then it goes into the pipe. So if you picture a drain on the on the floor in that scary scenario, girls potentially doing handstands, or boys are long hair, so the hair goes right down through the cover into the pipe, and when they decide they need air, they go right straight up. So the test simulates that, the hair pulls straight up. Take that same drain and put it on the sidewall, footwell, the, a saw. Now the hair goes in and it makes the turn into the pipe and through the cover. So when you pull straight up, it takes more force because you're pulling around a corner or multiple corners. So that's why floors and walls that makes kind of sense. always have different flow rates. Sometimes
2: it's the the same
1: the hair just lays on the cover and pulls off either way. Where you have big differences in flow rates, floor and walls, the hair is going into the pipe. And now even, so we expand that, you can have pipe going out the bottom on the floor drain, or it can be a sub bucket, right, because it's a hydrostat or whatever on the bottom. So now the hair goes in while the cover is straight up and down. The hair goes in and turns into the pipe on the side. So, it's all of those things are mechanically. You know, the way the standard works is the hair weighs for 30 seconds, it holds for 30 seconds, it floats for 30 seconds, and then you pull at five inches a second. So, it's felt it's like you swim into the surface of the pool. And that force can't exceed five pounds. So, you, you pull, you got to free, and it can't exceed five pounds. That's a pass fail. And it has, each drain cover has to pass that test 20 times. So there's oh, lots wow. and lots of hair tests. So it's very concerning. But the, the 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 to put it into context, if you take three or four hairs and you twist them together and pull, try and pull them apart, that's over 10 pounds. So failing the drain cover test at a flow rating, it only takes two or three or four hairs to twist, and, and then the test is failed.
2: That's fascinating. Sorry, it's really fascinating. Like I said, because I happen to have very long hair and (laughs) and I know how uh, insanely tangled it gets just in the wind. So I can't imagine like a force the 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 numbers that I I would like to um, read that again, just because that was uh, it's pretty fascinating just to think that there's actual tests done on that.
0: Do you test 100 percent of your drain grates?
1: Yeah, federal law requires all of the – well, not
0: – So every –
1: Well, not every one off the assembly line. Okay. You know, unlike pumps, filters, that kind of thing, those are 100% tests, typically speaking, for our industry. Drain covers is you have one – you know, picture your typical 8-inch round drain cover. You test it every way it can be installed, this on the wall, on the floor, with a side pipe, with a barn pipe, or two pipes, whatever – all of those end up with a unique flow rating because the hair behaves differently as the it follows the law. But once it's done, it gets a certification and then it, it's kind of like electrical systems. It's like you have to certify an outlet or a GFCI. Once it's certified pump, motor, or filter, you, know, you don't have to test them all the time.
0: How does your pool service person out in the field know when the grates expired?
1: So that's one changes in the standard is you're going to get new instructions that say what the drain cover is and there's a place to fill in when it was installed and where so if you're looking at a department complex or, you know lots of pools and bodies of water with lots of drains each drain is going to have its own paperwork it was installed on uh you know august august 2021 it's the month not the day and then it expires in five years. The only way to track that because life next uh, life um, service life is from date of install with or without water, and then typically it's five years. So the only way to know is for that to be proper installed. Now back in the day with the BGB, how when do we know if a public pool was updated or not? It's been five years. When was it installed? Because they go back and accept the CPSC and health departments would accept. Invoices saying here is when I bought them. I don't know what day of the week it got installed, but here is why I bought them. We to solve that problem, make life easier for everyone. We want to provide that information. And the idea is you keep it in the pool of paperwork, maybe a sticker inside the you know time clock or whatever. But the, go- the the goal is to track when was it installed, what was it, what was its flow rating, so that anyone coming back to service the pool to inspect the pool will know okay. This was done in August of 2021. It's good to go. I don't need to worry about it for five years. Uh, where that becomes real important is when that one and a half horsepower single speed pump dies and right. you go to replace to find out they don't exist anymore and they sell you a whiz bang variable speed that can move twice as much water. It's that's the scenario that is kind of makes me nervous. Is please.
0: A lot of people don't know that going into it either, that it does pump a heck of a lot more water than what they had there in the first place. So let's say um, hardware, let's say Andrea's out there in the field and she comes across. I mean, she knows, but I'm going to just use her an example, you know, before we set her on fire. But she's out there in the field (laughs) and she comes across a pool. She sees a screw missing. So she just runs over to the nearest hardware store and gets a screw.
2: Oh my God, he is just throwing me under every single bus. <laughs> not a good idea.
1: No, no, we're not. <laughs> we don't want that. Um, the state, yeah, 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 no, that's a bad scenario that has resulted in, in uh, entrapments that triggered the VGB law. Not in Graham's case, not Virginia Graham Baker, but Abigail Taylor uh, w- was a public pool, eight inch weighting, um, uh, eight inch drain that they. The frame, the mud frame, was stripped out. So the installer got drywall screws from Home Depot.
2: Yeah, that was a terrible story. I read that,
1: and they rusted out in a matter of days. And then a six-year-old girl sits on where the drain cover should have been. Um, and that actually, yeah, uh, Abby's hope. If you want to see a heartbreaking
2: story, that's Abby's hope. Uh, for those of you who couldn't see, I got the ta- the water watched out. Is that out? Yeah, that, <laughs> we talked about that in another episode. Yes. I didn't mean to interrupt you again.
1: So that's that story. So, He's
2: a water watchdog.
1: So the, the drain cover standards requires us manufacturers to supply stainless steel, if it's connected with screws, um, stainless steel, the 316. uh, And you need to use the fasteners that come from the manufacturer. Just that's the full stop. The reality is you can get equivalents from hardware stores. Don't do it. Get them from the manufacturer. Because if something bad happens, we as manufacturers say, that's not our screw.
0: So I have to admit, that was... It was meant to be a leading question. But, um, the point is, is that those screws, that's part of the code. You have to use the screws that come with the grate. And if you're missing one, the replacement screw has to come from the manufacturer, period, the end.
1: Yeah. And we have covers that only it has to go on a new product. So it, the, the screw has to go in the mud frame, Have everything that came with it. So that's the only way that product's to be used. We have many others, the universal a 10 rcfr I've mentioned previously, that has like five, 8, 9 different kinds of screws, including concrete anchors. So you can drill into the concrete, you could drill through that stripped-out plastic mud frame, attach a fastener, and then attach to that. And so there are other options, but whatever they are, they have to be, In the instructions, and they have to be certified. So it's got to be more than just, yeah, Steve says it's okay, do whatever you want. It's actually got to be third-party certified.
2: So my question is just about uh, changing a motor. So if you changed out a motor and it was a different horsepower than the one that was installed, would you have to change the drain cover?
1: You'd
0: have to change the pump, or you'd have to downsize, drop-size the impeller. You're not going to be...
1: Yeah. So, so if you went, let's say, hypothetically, you have a one horsepower single speed pump and associated motor, you can put a larger horsepower motor on it. It's just not going to work very hard to turn that small. Gotcha. So you can go to a bigger motor from a physics point of view, right? They turn it 3450 or something like that. And so it's got more horsepower. That's you know, like driving a car at 35. It's designed to do 70. 180, depending on what part of the state. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but so, but generally speaking, if you're just changing a motor, you need to match the motor. What I just said, the physics may it. Mm-hmm. Well. Okay. Um, good practice. Uh, you go. You're not going to make money out of it anyway. Uh, but it's when it's the other extreme. It's when so when you're replacing the motor, you got to match the impeller, as Rudy already mentioned. It's when you replace the whole good the whole everything's changing. And another another example is switching from sand to cartridge. The headlocks through cartridge you can move a boatload more water through a cartridge filter than you can it's equivalent sand filter. And so the two scenarios are new pump, variable speed, and if you're going from sand to cartridge, well, those are two areas to really pay attention.
0: Oh no, absolutely. I'll tell you, I was out um I was out at a... This is back when I had my service company. I was out at a new customer's house. I was there to give a bid, an estimate. And they had the dedicated suction line for their cleaner. And no cap, no cover, no anything. And while I'm there, I'm talking to them. And I said, well, you know, that's going to be the first thing we have to do. And they're like, well, how much is that? Eh, and it's not an expensive piece. They're like, "Now, nah, well, we're going to hold off on that. Well, the kids were playing in the pool at that time. And not sh- shortly after that, like within minutes... The kid got stuck to the wall.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: They flipped out. They didn't know what to do. I walked over and just clicked the timer, and then the kid was released. But I'll tell you what, that hickey that kid had closed that cell like that. I mean, seriously, it scared the heck out of them. But people don't get how dangerous these things can be. That needs that same um vaclock that the commercial setups require. I've that
2: happen to me emptying uh Leaf canisters—I've had them stick to my hands, and I've ended up with big red circles. So,
1: yeah. See, those things, fortunately, are near the surface, or you can get to the surface. It's when you get in spas and pools that we end up with the fatalities, because it can't—you can't get—you can't. can't, There's nothing to do.
2: Well, even just the amount of time trying to get to a cutoff switch or the time clock—you know, some some of the pools that I do, the the pump switches are several steps away from. The pool area or even the pump area so
1: well that's where what we do as a manufacturer and then I'm heavily involved I'm chairman of the drain coverage standard and suction energy efficiency all kinds of stuff at the PHTA pool and hot tub alliance and one of the things that was front and center is what can we do to for everything from electrical to suction and just everything in the pool that our customers don't need to know anything to be safe I mean, there's the don't get your hair near it and all these things that are certainly responsible. But what we're doing in testing all these drain covers is to give, make sure that the covers that are installed, people don't need to know anything about to know to be safe so that their size, yeah, that's our goal.
0: That's an amazing goal because that eliminates the need to educate, that eliminates the need um, to argue with somebody about it right? yeah, Non-believers in, in whatever it is that you're saying. So that's that's a fantastic goal, and I hope we make that.
1: The drain covers is the one category, if you select the right one and install it for the instructions. I think we're in 99% of the way there, there's always freak things that we can't predict and all of that. But I have a high degree of confidence in that. Where there's some areas, electrical safety, water itself, drain, but but why we're in the backyard to enjoy the pool is the biggest hazard and will always be, and 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 that goes back as as long as we, you know, we've been swimming as a society or the bathtubs and buckets, and so you know, watching the little ones and even our parents, can, you know, as they get older, the you know they they often get overlooked as, you know you shouldn't swim alone um is is not you know. The elderly population, we had to rescue mom out of the pools because she can't see well and stepped off into the pool. And, you know, I mean, where, where's mom? Oh, my. You know, so that was a personal experience. So there's houses in the backyard, but with the electrical, uh, self-closing gates, make sure they're maintained, um, the suction safety. If we just do those things as an industry, then, you know, we're solving the majority of these problems.
2: So why did the um, VGB Act change?
1: The the VGB Act itself references the only industry's cool ANSI standard, the drain cover standard. And as an ANSI standard, um, all of them have to be reviewed and revised every five years. If that process is not completed within 10, they just go away. So that's true of every ANSI standard for pumps, motors, filters, including drain covers. And so, at, and this one was approved in uh, two thousand and seventeen. So we went right to that ten-year deadline. Now we did change names to APSP in, in two thousand eleven, but so the standard itself had to change for ANSI standards, and then we did a lot of cleanup on the test lab instructions. How do you know when the drain cover is expiring? So we looked at, okay, what are the challenge to making people successful installing these products? And there just wasn't a lot of information with drain covers. And so now instead of one piece of paper, you probably are going to get a book.
2: So how are you guys dealing with the changes? I know you have a lot of different products. So we,
1: I touched on this a little bit. Yeah. We touched on this a little bit is we focused on where is there going to be a crisis? Okay. Cause we, like to think of ourselves as, after 40 years, knowledgeable in the pool industry. Um, collectively, it goes into hundreds of years, I suppose. But just looking at where is the pool industry going to struggle, we don't want a repeat of 2008, 9, and 10. And so we focus on what are the challenge pools. Well, that's a piece of pipe sticking up through concrete. Okay? There's your source of your leak on your pool because the water just follows the pipe down. Um and so we are aware we're we're very focused on water to stop technology and if you're just gonna use a pipe we sell a glue on water stop to quit pools leaking because then it's chemicals and now you need more chlorine. Oh wait, we can't buy it. We have a drought, oh you know. So stopping leaks is really, really important. And so a new construction, all our new stuff has water socks and that kind of a thing. So we use this knowledge to know where our customers are going to be in a buying. focused on those products. So that's the 10-inch retrofit, the square. And then um, you know we have for, for uh, the unblockables for new construction, three models. So we try to triage, okay, what are they going to need first? And we've uh, been focused on that testing.
0: Crank up the oven.
2: Listen, <laughs> so did we talk about, I think we talked about it a little bit about how the uh, the products are going to change. Like, are they going to be this, the old products? Are they going to be the same as the new products? I
1: think, generally speaking, that answer is yes. So we, we have drain covers that had a wall and floor rating. The cover itself is not going to change. Its markings are going to change. Um, it's going to say VGBA. Because we're talking about Virginia Ground Paper Act, VGB is a person. So that's one of the things that CPSC and the families actually have asked us to call it VGB.
0: I think that's a good idea to separate it.
1: VGBA, yeah, VGBA is a federal law, VGB is a tragic story. Um, so that marking, instead of it could be ASME, APST, BGB 2008, all those kinds of markings you would see on covers currently will be BGBA 2017. So it'll just be that marking. They will be marked blockable or unblockable. That's a technical measurement and testing thing that you don't, it, you, you won't know in the field. So we'll tell you that'll be on it. One of the big things is instead of saying, flow rating, floor, and wall, basically two numbers, it, you're likely going to see four flow rating C instructions Because as I mentioned, our A10 RCFR, I think it's got something like 20 or 30 flow ratings. Because it's designed driven
0: Can we back so, up just a quick second here? Could you explain, in layman's terms, the difference between blockable and unblockable drains?
1: Sure. So an unblockable, blockable. Let me uh, let me start with a blockable drain. That's easier to visualize. So if you picture me, I'm an adult man and my shoulders being 18 inches wide from my shoulders to my belt being 23 inches. So that's the biggest area a person can block. And so a blockable drain fits inside of that, can be shadowed. So if you picture laying down on an eight-inch drain cover, front, back, doesn't matter. It's easy to block. An unblockable drain pokes out in some direction. So if you have a 32-inch channel drain, it's going to stick out from under me in some direction, no matter how I lay down. Or it could be, for example, a 24 by 24. Well, that's big. I can't cover it all. So unblockable means it sticks out in some direction. The significance of that is it's twofold. If it's unblockable in an existing pool, you don't need a backup device such as an SVRS or gravity flow system that those automatic pumps shut off, all those things that. So if you block a blockable drain and the suction goes on, we have a way to alleviate that suction so you don't get held down. So that's, so that's why the blockable ones stick up and our sensors come So the unblockable sticks out from under it. Therefore, they can be flat and flush up to the floor of the pool. And that is it's a two part. It's the physical measurement I described and then when that's blocked, what's the suction force? It? So it's a two part in the lab. There's no way to know that in the field. So now that's going to be in the instructions and marked. Oh fantastic. So if it says unblockable, I only need one to comply with federal law. Now some a lot of states and local governments before we had these tests for drone covers said we want two of them three feet apart. So blockables, you have to have two of them three feet apart. Unblockable, you only need one. So it's two things. You can only you can put one in the spot, and it won't be flat. I mean, it
0: can be flat. So, I heard you like to blow stuff up in the sky. Is that true? Is there some pyrotechnic thing going
1: on here? <laughs> yeah, I'm retired. But I shot uh, fireworks professionally in uh, Phoenix, Arizona for thirty-seven wow. years.
2: Wow! Oh, cool!
1: Uh, professional fire, I and mean, yeah, it was it was a blast. <laughs> 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 uh, but, you know, I. Oh.
0: Yeah, now they're going to call it a dad. That was joke. a good dad so, joke. Twenty okay. years ago, you might have got away good. with it, but
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got busted on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I did that for um, so all the big. The, it was televised. I did the big show in Phoenix for, for decades, and so it'd be televised. Oh, that's pretty cool. And, yeah, okay, Fourth of July. Yeah, it's no small. Uh, you talk about stress it is knowing you're on live TV. And you asked the producer for CBF. So if like I hypothetically have a problem and I can't shoot fireworks, what are you going to do? And it's like, we have no, <laughs> was like, no this was my This was my very first live televised. And I was like, I regret asking yeah. that question. I was, I mean, it was, it was 120 degrees off, but I was sweating, double sweating after learning that. I was like, don't you have like, I love this <laughs> or something? Now, I, uh- Good news is that 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 show went off um, without a hitch. After that,
0: I did have one final question. and I know you're very, very passionate about the entrapment issues. And there's a reason you're so passionate about these entrapment issues. Would you mind sharing that with everybody? If you don't have to, if you don't want to.
1: Sure. No, no say anything for many, many decades. I was entrapped in a public pool for a minute, a minute and ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, and I did not say anything for years because I've been so heavily involved in making, designing, testing drink covers. And I didn't want people to be, oh, he's just an anti-smoking zealot kind of thing, right? But the the uh, the short version of it is there's a water park in temporary Arizona called Big Surf, and it's a wall built in the 60s 110,000 gallons, and it takes a minute, you know, and they pump it full of water, and then it opens the valve, and it can create a wave big enough to surf on and so that filling that wall takes a minute and 10 seconds, and me, I was mouthing them too, and a lifeguard and I were bantering back and forth about what a great Olympic swimmer I was, and he wanted to prove me wrong, says, here, swim behind the line and go down to that drain. Oh, Wow. And I foolishly did that. And so I'm standing on the drain. It's like the size of a door. You know, four foot by eight foot kind of a thing. And I'm standing on the And the water's blasting down over the top of me. And I'm thinking, you're... Well, I, I won't cuss on you. You can. On. We have we a, do. We, <laughs> I was yeah. not. I, I, said, yeah, okay. I mean, you're <laughs> what you What do you And then the other thing is, is don't, don't collapse. I knew I could hold my breath, but... Uh, for, more, for long enough, I was like, don't fall down because it'll knock the wind out. And so the minute 10 seconds was up, the water stops briefly for that wave, and I swam away. Somehow I was smart enough to get away from it. And then uh, later, when we started designing drains, and they're like, oh, we just need a piece of pipe in the floor of the pool. Like, no, 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 this is way more complicated. And this was before the drain cover standard existed in 1987. So that. That was a big factor in my life.
0: I think knowing the story behind your passion doesn't take away from it. It only adds to it.
2: Yeah, that's terrifying.
0: People really appreciate the fact knowing that, you know, you're doing what you do and you can relate to these folks, at least on some level, the ones that had, you know, the really, really bad scares and stuff. And I just think that that adds a lot more to um, especially being part of the design of it, knowing this needs to be perfect because, and you actually have that feeling. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's amazing. Steve, let me uh, uh, thank you for being here.
2: So I just want to say one thing real quick it's poolsafely.gov. I actually made the mistake one time of going to poolsafely.org, and that does not exist. So if you want to go to that website, it's poolsafely.gov. And if you want to hear about Abigail Taylor's story, which Rudy and I actually mentioned, both of those websites in our episode about drowning prevention. That's Abbey's Hope, A B B E Y S Hope. dot org.
0: All right, everybody. Steve Barnes, Science and Compliance Director at Aquastar Products. Thank you for being with us, Steve.
2: Well, I appreciate your your you sharing the story with us too. That was. You know, a pretty intense thing to go with, so I can't imagine, or to go through, I'm sorry, so I can't imagine, but thanks for being on the show.
1: Honored to be here and join you.